is Jason Manford. This is matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. Oh, crikey, that does sound like the morning. I think that's the first time I've spoke <laughs> since I woke up. Crikey. Uh, help you very well this morning. Just coming up to four minutes past eight. Meryl O'Rourke is my guest this morning. Hello, hello, uh, Jason. Hello, how are you? I'm, I'm, yes, it's early. It is early, it we're, is. but we're going to be fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Jason Manford. Meryl O'Rourke is my guest. Uh, hello. hello, how are you? I, like I say, it's early for me. I, yeah. I, people keep presuming because I'm a parent. They go, oh, well, you must be up at this hour all the no. time. But well, no, my husband does that. Oh, fair I, enough. I, I wow. delegate. Oh, you've done well. No, he's, he's not happy about oh, it. Oh, I see. But, right. but he doesn't really have much option. It's that or I just lie in bed while the children... It's like a game of... It's sometimes like a game of chicken, isn't it? When you both lie in bed <laughs> and you can hear the kid like kicking off or needing some help or something. You're both doing that, like pretending to be asleep, but you both can hear... What's yeah. going on? I pretend to be asleep. I shouldn't have right. said that out loud, actually, yes. it'll be the first he, time he's heard well, it. He'll be busy he, now. Yeah, he's he's just up. He's the kind of person, when he's awake, he's up. Right. There, there's no, he has no snooze button on him at all. Oh, wow, well, that's so handy. and he's out. And the kids have both learnt just to call Daddy now as well. Because <laughs> they've learnt that Mummy is useless. She's not coming. No, I, I, I won't come. It'd be interesting, wouldn't it, if, if when you start dating somebody, because they're the things that really matter, <laughs> isn't it? When you really start dating somebody and you and you're like chatting about so what sort of things are you into what sort of music are you into you should really be like what you like first thing in the morning like about half five when somebody's weed the bed like what's that <laughs> not me obviously yeah. a child I mean a child a future yeah, child no, between if, us if you bring up weeing the bed on the first date people do get the wrong impression yes it's tough it's tough to I've know found. when when to bring that up uh, uh, Alice is up and about Jason up early this morning to drive from Bath to the Brighton Fringe Festival Ooh, uh, can we uh, can can I play an elbow track on this sunny Sunday. I had no idea. Uh, I don't know how, I wouldn't even know how to do that. Is, is Elbow the best for keeping you, <laughs> keeping you awake on a yeah. drive? They're no, quite I... sort of mellow. Yes, I wouldn't expect so. No, we'll, we'll, we'll try That's and keep kind it. Of driving into See, a, now driving we've got Green Day next. That, so, that will keep you awake yeah, on a long drive. we've got drive. a bit of that Green Day. We've got, uh, we've got loads of good songs and stuff. But if you want, uh, Alice, if you want to listen to Elbow, just Spotify or something? Have a little, just have a little <laughs> don't look. tell them that. Oh, you're not supposed to say that? I don't think so. You're, you're the one with the radio show. Yeah, I know. You're sitting here drinking your coffee. I don't know how I'm it sure works. you're not supposed to denigrate the music. I think. No, I'm not. I mean, all the music's great. We play great music. It is uh, great. Stephen from Whitehaven. Uh, my four-year-old got me up uh, this morning. Thought it'd be nice to wake up at 5.50. But the smile was worth it. It wasn't, Stephen. You've said that. <laughs> I don't know why you've said that. But my kids have got lovely smiles, but not at our five in the morning, they haven't. I don't, why don't any of you train your children? Oh, my, my careful. Children. <laughs> careful. We don't want a deluge of uh, text. <laughs> Angry mum's netters. No, I just, my, my, my children know if it doesn't say eight o'clock on a Sunday, they don't come out of the room. Wow, well, that's, that's impressive. I mean, they, you know, they're not locked in their room. I was going to say. They read, <laughs> they read or they join in with each other. My, um, I don't know, my, my daughter was just up this morning, just up at five o'clock, and she was just like, ping awake i mean she's two so I, w I don't think she would know what a number eight looked like i guess really That's probably yeah yeah two but they're squiggly they're, they're like snowmen it's the yeah, most fun number we've Get got other things the snowman's on the clock darling i've got other things to to be getting on with really but at that hour in the morning I, yes i certainly wish i'd have talked at the time she's uh yeah they were just up and up and about and i just couldn't do anything about it i just had to leave them to it just making an absolute I don't know what happened. I just totally left this. I left this morning with a spring in my step. Oh. Not because I was happy to be awake, but I was happy to be leaving. <laughs> oh, dear. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where music matters.
episodes. You were asking me just uh, just then off air about uh, why I'm sort of saying that I'm tired and it's a bit... Because you've done radio before. I have. And you, which, like but, one, but it was a long time. This yeah. is the thing, I've been quite cocky with you going, hey, I used to do a breakfast show every day, not just Sundays, and I've yeah. dragged myself in. I was still, I've been burping <laughs> up wine from last night. Lovely, sexy. Yes. But you, you were asking me about, like, because one of the rules of, of radio, generally, morning radio, is, like, the bosses will always go, don't ever say you're tired, won't they? Like, when you were doing your breakfast show. That, no, well, well, no, we, I, I quite often said I was tired, but they told us not to call it breakfast. Oh, really? Because a lot of the... people would be finishing their shifts. Amazing. Like There's so many weird rules. One of the rules, so the, the reason we do it is because when I did XFM breakfast show many years ago mm -hmm. uh, in Manchester, um... I used to, I'd, I'd say I was tired occasionally, and then I'd get a telling off, like someone said, oh, don't say you're tired because you finish by ten, and a lot of people listening to you going to work, and they don't want to hear you yes, sat in your thing. lovely warm studio, uh, you know, saying that you're uh, you're tired. And I and I agree, I think that's right, well, yeah, but, well, you, mm, sorry. no, I was just going to say, well, on a Sunday, all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday, I'd let the Queen have a little moan about getting up early. I guess, because so, I don't think postmen don't even work. It was always the postman we were told about. Postmen are just finishing their shifts. <laughs> but I don't think postmen don't work on a Sunday either, do they? No, 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 definitely not. So who else is up this morning? This, and, and the other thing what I love about doing the show on a Sunday is the eclectic, crazy mix of things that people are getting up to this morning. Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, we've got Cheryl and Dave here. We're on, we're on our way to Leon Paul Junior Fencing Competition in Camden. Good luck okay. to our son, Jamie. Uh, with the rest of the Story Valley Sabre Club. That sounds like a good club. That sounds like one of the most middle-class hobbies I've ever heard in my life. That sounds fantastic. This early on a Sunday, they should be giving the Sabres to the parents. Surely, surely they'd <laughs> yeah. be more viciously cutting. I love that. I love that they're going to a fencing. I presume that means, like, like sword fighting rather than well, they just putting up fence. Tiny putting yes. up fences. Right, come on, in the garden. Get your fences up. It's actual fencing. That sounds great fun. Joe in Worthing. Uh, he was what he was woke up this morning because the dog had a poo in the hallway. Lovely, that's yeah. that's delightful. That's the sort of mix we have. Yeah, is he woken up with a smile on his face like I don't, I don't the guy's so. child? <laughs> yeah, he <Okay>. definitely hasn't. <laughs> Uh, and Sarah in London, uh, she's up and about this morning as well. Uh, heading another one heading to Brighton. What's going on in Brighton today? It's the Brighton Fringe. Yeah, but, but all these it's, people. It's good. I've done. It's, it's funny, but I don't know if anything's starting this early. Well, yeah, well, there is. <laughs> you might be right, yeah. It's just street performers. Uh, Grace from Bexley. I'm up at this rainy hour to compete in the pole vault, uh, pole vault, sorry, in the uh, Kent Track and Field Championship. I'm hoping to retain my title from last year. Good luck to the other losers, she says. No, Ooh, she doesn't. She doesn't. <laughs> I've just added that. So good luck to the other competitors, especially those from Bexley Athletics Club. I like these little notices I'm doing this morning. Yes, it never nice. happens. Pole vaulting. It's a bit slippery for pole vaulting. Yeah, be careful, Grace. Yeah, be pole sliding. Absolutely. Um, that is, we've got quite, I didn't realise how middle class my listeners were. <laughs> pole vaulting, taking their son's fencing. Who are you? <laughs> That's why you're doing this lovely little tour around tiny little theatres. Yes, exactly. So this is, little this art is your centers. new crowd. Who knew I'd Manfred. gone all Radio 4? I didn't yes. realise that the crowd <laughs> listening to Absolute were... Bringing in some hummus. Yeah, we're just sat there this morning eating the granola. Have a little listen to uh, to me on the radio. Maybe I should start speaking a bit posher than that. Can you? Not at all. This is it. <laughs> this is all I've got. 
Uh, right, it's eight twenty. Just coming up to eight twenty-three. Uh, if you are up and about this morning, uh, you can be doing anything. It doesn't have to be as middle class as these people. It's up no. to you. You don't have to be sat there. What, was the guy whose dog pooed in the hall? That wasn't particularly middle class. It depends, it's, doesn't it's it? Doesn't it's, he's got, got, he's got a hallway. Yeah, but or, or if, if it's a pedigree. <laughs> You know um, what I mean, then? Well, we'll need more details about this dog. Uh, yeah, or do we? <laughs> <laughs> do we want... Do, I, I per, uh, yeah, I personally need more details Okay, about fine, the dog. but that's... I, I the, need, yeah, you've heard it. The class of the dog. <laughs> you've heard it here first. Uh, 8, 12, 15, if you want to give us a call as well, you uh, you can feel free to do that. O double three O one two three twelve fifteen on the phone. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. You know that thing that you always say when you go, uh, Mum, Dad, uh, when's Children's Day? Because it's Mother's Day and Father's Day. And you go, every day. Every day is yes. Children's Day. Well, it's not. It's today. It's the 14th of May. Do <laughs> so we need got... increased awareness of children? Well, I didn't this not enough morning. awareness? Apparently not. Okay. Apparently not. It's their day. So if you're a kid this morning and you're listening uh, and, and you're still in bed, if, if you're not in bed, maybe go back to bed and demand, like, breakfast in bed, like what your parents get on Mother's and Father's Day. Get back into bed. Tell your dad, where's the paper? It's, it's Children's Day. I want the paper in bed. I want a tray of uh, my cereal with a little, a little flower and a little vase. Like, <laughs> I want you to go for it this morning on National Children's Day. Uh, it's your day, guys. Make sure you make sure it's your day. I think it's quite <laughs> appropriate. Day. It's National Children's Day at the end of Mental Health Awareness Week. Those two things I think are, is, are yeah, probably linked. Absolutely. Here's the reason. <laughs> uh, Rob is uh, up and about this morning, uh, painted his office. At this time of the morning, Rob, stop it. Look at making us all look bad. Dedication. Judy, she's painting the skirting boards in her new ensuite bathroom. I told you how middle class are the listeners this morning. <laughs> her new ensuite bathroom, she's she's doing she's that. She's only just got the ensuite. Well, there is that, and she's painting just it herself. middle class, yes. So there is an element of that uh, going on. But there is quite a few uh, this morning. Uh, although James in Exeter says, I wish I was having a middle class morning. I've just started a 12-hour shift at seven, fixing aeroplanes. I'm already covered in grease. It's not yeah, but it's aeroplanes. It's not lorries. Yeah, well, well, you reckon that the, the level of engineering makes yeah, them more, think, more middle class? Yeah, if, 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 underneath a lorry rather underneath than... underneath a Boeing, then... I guess so. You're covered in so. quite posh grease, quite... I quite, um, I quite like the fact that we've got, we've got a different... Just a different class of listener this morning. See, it's because you're national. <laughs> I used to be on local radio in Dorset, so we just it was all farmers. Just farmers. Yeah, I can imagine. Farmers and soldiers. We were once piped into the streets of Basra. Wow. Which I felt was possibly a worse fate than, than the army being there. Yeah, that is... Was having <laughs> to listen tough. to us. And that's what won it. <laughs> Probably. Turn, turn it off, turn it off. Us whittering we about it being the weekend. We give up. Hey, it's the weekend in Basra. <laughs> uh, 8, 12, 15 is the text this morning. I, I want to know, right, from the from, from your text this morning, whether, because we've got Natasha here, she's saying, uh, I'm up, I'm baking a cake, assembling party bags, washing up and mourning the fact uh, there is only instant coffee in the house. Uh, I'm thinking about popping to the shop in a dressing gown. Not very middle-class behaviour. But actually, it sort of is, I think. I mean, you, you're baking a what? cake at half past eight on a Sunday. I think I think you're baiting your listeners now. They're actually trying to not be as middle-class as they are. I think they, I thought that they can help it. They I, can't help it. Yeah, because she thinks that putting on a dressing gown to go to the shop is going to make her work. Yeah, car. but it's, it's not like if the shop's waitrose. <laughs> exactly. Is it? And uh, if you're wearing some sort of silk kimono. Yeah, exactly. So let's, let's find out. I want to find out. the th Well, we've got the three classes. I mean, obviously there's more, but we'll go with working class. <laughs> There's uh, middle class and there's upper class. Have we got any upper class listeners? No, Manford, you would. You don't know. Because <laughs> the working class and the upper class, we get on very well because we know our place. <laughs> <laughs> 
We know our place. Uh, so, 8.12.15 on the text. This is... Jason Manford. This is... Music matters. We've heard from the middle class. I definitely know with some working class in because you're doing proper jobs this morning. Have we got any upper class in? Uh, let's have a chat with Scott in Suffolk. Good morning, Scott. Morning, morning. Jason. Morning. How are you doing? Morning. You all right? Yeah, yeah. I'm at work today. I'm a, I'm a paramedic in East of England Ambulance Service. And oh, Christ. So I apologize you're on duty. I call out, mate. Well, oh, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. Does that mean the, is the is the 999 engaged? Over there, it's, could people not get through when you're on the it's, phone to me? Sleepy. It's sleepy in Suffolk, <laughs> mate. We, we don't oh, get many enough. calls at this time of the morning. I was going to say, what are the sort of calls uh, you get in, a, in, a, in that sort of area? Is there anything specific to your area? Old um, cow in the middle of the road causing traffic yeah. pile-ups. Um, I miss you for a paramedic. Well, it depends if it's fallen on you. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you need a paramedic, wouldn't you, there? Quite heavy. Yeah. Quite heavy. Yeah, um, I see lots of, lots of <laughs> pollen-related incidents. Pollen-related in incidents. <laughs> right. People I'm, calling 999. I'm ringing 999. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, is that the worst thing, though? I mean, on, not not to go serious, but is that the worst thing when you turn up somewhere and you think, this was not a 999 incident? Yeah, it, it happens is all it? the time. We try and we try and weedle out the, the calls that yeah. sound a bit... What's the, you know, you mo- you, what's the worst one, either yours or, 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 or one of your pals, where you've turned up and gone, this was not an emergency? Well, we... This is no word of a lie. We did actually have an old lady one day who called 999 because her budgie had died. And oh, she, she wasn't She wasn't really calling because she wanted us to resuscitate her budgie. It's because no. she wondered if she could catch anything from the from the air around her dead budgie, I think. Oh, like, because of the dead yeah, body so, in her house. Yeah, so she rang 999. And you actually went round? Yeah. And that ambulance oh. were actually dispatched. They were stood down very shortly after. So it didn't yeah, I'm there, sure. But, you know, we, oh. you can imagine we get we get some pretty awful calls. Course. And, you know, what you an idiot to though. <laughs> no, I mean I know it's harsh. I know oh, she's an old lady. Don't worry about bird flu. No, I'm not. But what an absolute idiot. Yeah, what was she doing with the budgie that she thought she'd catch something? Was she inhaling the budgie? Bless her, bless her. You so you're out. You, you, so you're, <laughs> you're out and about this morning, and uh, you're, uh, you're well. Hopefully, uh, I was going to say, hopefully saving lives. Hopefully, not needed to save lives. Ideally, Scott, you just no, have a, a nice quiet yeah, day. We, yeah, well, we've, I've already been out one call this morning. It came in about half past six, and um, okay, it was a very nice call, unfortunately. But I'm on my no. way back from that now, and well, just arrived back at the ambulance station. Going to hopefully have a cup of tea and um, Good man. just want to say what a great show it is. And I, w- I want to just say hello to my daughter and my son. My daughter's in Australia at the moment, yeah. having a few months out there, and my son's probably still in bed, but we love Absolute. We love the killer. Well, look at the time difference. I think they might both be still in bed. <laughs> to be honest, you just said, you just said hello to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> son's definitely in bed. My, daughter, my daughter's in Fraser Island. I don't think she'll be listening, but... Ah, fair enough. <laughs> God bless you. All right, cheers, Scott. Keep up the good work, pal. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, great show, mate. Cheers. All the best, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. There you go. Somebody... I always feel embarrassed when I meet, when I speak to somebody with a proper job. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, you actually got when a When you tell job. people you're a comedian, they go, oh, God, I couldn't do yeah, that. Well, you must go, be what? so brave. <laughs> well, you like... have to stand on stage for 20 minutes with a bottle of beer in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Mevel O'Rourke is my guest. Hello. Hello. And uh, we've got, uh, well, lots of people who are now debating whether they are middle or working class, depending on what they're up to this morning. I I think, I don't know. 
but I think it's more complicated than that. But we'll still go for it, because <laughs> it's radio. Uh, although someone's text there, uh, good morning, uh, my, uh, the, the, the Sunday morning. Uh, Jason, I've only just tuned in, what have I missed? And as usual, absolutely <laughs> nothing. <laughs> They're just complaining about how early it is. Lots and lots of nothing. That's what this whole show is. I mean, there's a podcast that loads of people listen to, and I think, <laughs> what are you listening to? <laughs> They've only just tuned in. Have they been asleep? I don't know what they've been doing, yeah. And they can tell us how wonderful that was. Oh, imagine that. Sleeping. <laughs> uh, mm. A couple of people are up and about this morning uh, doing, uh, working on middle-class things. I don't know how this has taken off, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy to go with it. What middle-class things happen on Sunday mornings? Uh, well, Liz from London is off to Kenwood House to learn how to churn butter. Yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> there we go. So, that's your answer. <laughs> is, as a volunteer, and I will learn to deliver the sessions to visitors during the summer. Yeah, so as a volunteer, so learning a volunteer. Churn, that, that's middle class. If you were churning butter because somebody actually needed butter, yes, working class. Exactly, but she's doing go. it as just like a like a hobby. Yeah, it's a supply and demand thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, Jenny from South Devon, I'm up, I'm eating last night's prawn crackers while making a cake. Oh, see, yeah. The see, that, are... I don't, not to go too into, do you think the prawn crackers makes it... More, more working, well, I think it's of last night. yesterday's prawn crackers. I think crackers. there's an element of that, definitely. So my... I don't know if I should be the arbiter of this. <laughs> Not with that accent. But then you are working yeah, class. Yeah, I am. I, you've live, got a posh I live on the council estate that I grew up on. I know, but, but you've got a posh accent. My parents were both, uh, they both had foreign accents. They brought me up to speak like this, which went down very well on a council <laughs> yeah, estate in South London. <laughs> I actually had the phrase, snob of Streatham spray painted on the slide of the house. Wow, that's yeah, nice. I, that's... I literally was kicked in every time I left the door. <laughs> <laughs> it was hideous. Thank I, uh, you, Mum and Dad. Yeah, lovely. I um, so my my new tour is called Muddle Class, and I think mm. we've sort of we've sort of touched on it this morning a little bit, and that's because there's a middle ground, isn't there? There's a middle ground between working in middle class and there's where you are and where you want to be or where you where you end up being, um, and it seems to be this morning a lot of people are in the same boat. Um, well, my family, because my mum was a refugee, that's right. almost that's kind of almost the oh, definition you're... with middle class yeah. because you come from she was very rich and then you come to a country where you literally have nothing. Wow, nothing yeah. at all. Like that's most the other of, way. half the people that sell us kebabs are brain surgeons and lawyers yes. in their own country, <laughs> so so you don't know what the hell you are when that's happened. Yeah, that is that is a mixed one. That is, that is a mixed bag. Uh, a couple of well, Tina here says. Uh, talking middle class, my my uh, my cousin and I um, are off to, to the David Hockney exhibition with the kids. Yeah, but Dave, even, isn't David Hockney meant to be a working yeah, class because, hero? Yes, but I guess then if, you, if you're looking at somebody working class, mm. then you're middle class. <laughs> it's a tough one. This is <laughs> if you're watching the working class. Yes. Yeah, what about this one then? Uh, Q, no full name. Uh, driving from London to Paris and back today in classic cars on the Euro Tunnel to collect my brother and dog after moving back from Qatar. Well, well, Q. Mm. So is that the initial? It doesn't really say. Well, then, if it's Quentin, it's middle class. If it's Queenie, it's working class. Yeah, Surely we need to define. We need to know what his name is. Yeah. Yeah. Or her. Or her. Quite right. The qu- could be the Queen. Maybe it's the Queen. <laughs> yeah, it's the Queen. Then we finally hit the very top of the tree. <laughs> The Queen? Imagine the Queen listening to my Well, show. driving to Paris, they're inaugurating the President, aren't they? So oh, the maybe Queen that's... may well be driving to maybe Paris. Maybe she is, yeah. And Phil's around. Well, Phil's probably not going. No. He's knocked it on the head, hasn't he? He's tired, hasn't he? He's, he's stopped doing I, very I little stuff, even less. I think I'll leave it, to be honest, Liz. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. I'll see you later. <laughs> Uh, eight twelve fifteen on the uh, on the text this morning. Um, we'll we'll talk middle class a bit more actually after nine o'clock. It's quite, I think it's quite a funny uh, uh, sort of description yeah. of this sort of 
middle area where this grey area where you're not sure where you are. And I sort of mentioned it. I did Graham Norton on, on Friday night and I mentioned it a little bit. And it's essentially where you find yourself doing things like uh, having a pork pie but a bit of quinoa on the side, or uh, I think I mentioned yeah. a couple of others. You know, having prosecco but in a, a, a mug that you won at the bingo. Uh, so that sort of thing. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Meryl O'Rourke is my guest this morning. Hello. Uh, Meryl, you, uh, comedian, of course. I am. Uh, and writer as well. You write, uh, you've written for it's, lots of uh, different comics. Well, yeah, but I have to, yeah. I'm yeah. one of those secret writers. Oh, I've seen written it. everything. Yes. <laughs> I've, I've seen you. power buff power behind the throne <laughs> uh, but lots of comics you would know off the telly uh, Meryl has written for but she's very written with I like to say with yeah collaborative but as a comic on the telly it's very locked much... in a cupboard yeah. in my pyjamas as you know that is the reality of it me crying <laughs> in my pyjamas in front of a PC and yes. then seeing a meme getting circulated on the internet with one of my jokes on Woo-hoo! it nobody ever knows there you go yeah the secret <laughs> I know it's, it, there's nothing worse than uh, not getting credited though I, I mean you're do, you, you're happy with it you've worked out a system in your head where yeah, you're happy I don't, I don't get the abuse either well there is that that's it I, I don't get any of the you're a terrible evil person for saying that yes, I, can and... do, I can delegate all of that well that's good that's good <laughs> I one of my most successful things I've ever done, uh, nobody even knows it's me. I did a show a few years ago called Walk on the Wild Side, which is we got used to get like loads of David Attenborough clips okay. and then put funny voices. I think I remember them. that. That's a lot of people think they remember it. Yeah, it's got it was one of those shows that did phenomenally well online. Uh, we did two series on the BBC, and uh, like the most famous one is mm. uh, was two marmots shouting Alan at each other. Uh, one of them yes, was Alan, 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 and that was the, that was the gag, and uh, and they, they all looked like they were saying it, it was very funny, um, but um, it was, it was like... No, no, no it does sound I, funny, I, I was going to make a sarcastic... No, no, I, but, but no, it actually does I'm sound not funny. the sort of comic who would say it was very funny, but it, it was hilarious. It sounds like the kind of programme you put on to make your children be quiet while they're in the Yeah, program. it used to go on like Saturday tea time, yeah. and uh, it was it was a really fun show uh, to, to do and make, and... Um, uh, and I'm ridiculously popular, but again, because I was never on screen, nobody ever knew <laughs> it was me but, doing but it. Did you get abuse for that? Did you get marmot fans? No, like, not. How dare you abuse this marmot? No, it by was very. It was, it's northern. <laughs> no, it was a very jolly right. show. Yeah. But it was weird because, like, even now, I think that's been seen like a hundred million times on YouTube. Like, it's my. It. it Everything else pales into insignificance. Yeah, but do you know what? People don't actually care that much. No, that's true. I wrote a joke I once. Um, I wrote a joke that got stolen and put on Facebook, and I and it was circulated. It got hundred thousand likes. Oh wow! Uh, so I was getting all angry about this is mine. This is yeah. my joke, and I contact the person, and they eventually put my name on it. Right. I've got four new followers on Twitter. Yeah, there four. you go. People don't give a monkey. No, they really don't. No. Even if you put funny voice to those monkeys. No. They're not bothered at all. Call them my, Alan. F- my favourite uh, ta- my favourite thing that happened when I was doing Walk on the Wild Side was in on series one, uh, we had um <laughs> we we were told by the BBC, can you put a celebrity in every episode? Just a celebrity voice. Oh celebrity voice, not a celebrity one. animal. No 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 to yeah. dig up lassie. <laughs> yeah, no, none of that. Celebrity voice to do one of the I uh, miss celebrity one of the animals. animals. We don't really have them anymore, do we? Well, ours was the last dog. one. Well, it's not the real. Britain's got that's a bear. Is it not way. real? That's a, and it's a bear. No, the dog, the one that one Britain's got. To oh, have, I see. Not, I not thought you meant Pudsey the bear from from the charity. From thing. the charity. Oh, that makes sense. No, that is real. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, does she know that's not real? It's that eye patch. <laughs> Animatronic. <laughs> totally. He's totally fine. He's got two looking eyes, and the, he's looking out of his mouth. Um, <laughs> So, no, we had to put, like, Barbara Windsor played something, uh, you know, uh, Stephen Fry was a depressed uh, panda, 
Um, we had, uh, it was very odd, you know, um, I think, um, Ozzy, uh, Osborne was in it and Sharon Osborne. uh, Richard E. Grant was a camel. Like, we just, we had to just do that in every episode. <laughs> uh, we had to put a celebrity voice. Um, that was a bit niche. Yeah, it was Richard very- Richard Grant is a camel. Yes, it was very odd. But one of the, my favourite things that ever happened was, uh, they got Sir Tom Jones. This is before The Voice and when he was, like, you just occasionally heard one of his songs on the okay. radio. And they said, we've got Sir Tom Jones um, wants to do uh, one of oh, the voices. Oh, the real one? The real okay. Sir Tom Jones. And, uh, yeah, they were all the real oh, celebs. See. Yeah, 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 that was the point. Yeah, they got the actual celebs in to sort of give the show a boost, I guess, because they didn't know if it was going to do well or not. So one afternoon, I've written this sketch, because what, what animal would you say, are you looking at Tom Jones on the telly, what animal would you say Tom, Tom is? A sort of gonna... rather large bear. Yeah, bear. Sort of, sort of like, standing I went... on its hind legs. Right, about I to went. Attack you. I went with lion. Y yeah, you've yeah, got yeah, that big yeah, mane, yeah. you know. He's got the curly yeah, hair, all that. Yes. Right. So I've gone lion. I thought, right, Tom Jones is a lion. I've written a sketch about Tom Jones as a lion. I've sent it to Tom Jones's people, and I'm waiting to hear back, see if he, if he likes it. None of the other celebrities, by the way, had even read the script before they turned up. They just turned <laughs> up, read it. We gave, we paid them, and they left. That was generally Richard ha Grant how it is. Richard Grant just pleased for some more attention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not bothered. I think Richard we'll Grant even recorded it from home. Like it wasn't Aww. even. He never even came in. We never met him. I wonder if you can pay to adopt Richard E. Grant. <laughs> so one afternoon, I'm in the studio, uh, and we're doing some work, and the phone goes um, uh, in the office. Sorry, and one of the phone goes, and uh, I answer, and uh, I was one of the producers on it as well. Uh, hello, uh, walk on the wild side. And this woman says, hey there, um, can I speak to one of the producers of Walk on the Wild Side? Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, yes, uh, speaking, speaking. Uh, she said, uh, I, I'm, I work for Tom Jones, uh, Sir Tom Jones. I've got him on the line. Uh, hold, please. And then there was a hold. And then I... Uh, That's probably his mum. Well, yeah. So it comes through. It comes through. I said, hello. I said, oh, Jason, it's Tom Jones here. And I That's said... good voice. Yeah, well, I'll yeah, try my best. Well and I said... Um, I said, I thought it was one of my mates winding me up. I'll be honest with you, the first thing I'm looking I said, I said, hello, uh, hello, Tom. He said, he said, look, I, I've read the script. I like the show. I said, I just don't want to play a lion. Mm -hmm. I said, what? <laughs> like, I was going, really? You don't, lions are great. He went, no, I just, I don't know. I just don't like them. I was like, you don't, oh. you don't like lions. He, went, I just, I, he said, I, I've got other animals that I'd rather play. <laughs> I said, I'm looking around the office thinking, I'm being wound up here. Like, someone's ringing me up with a Tom Jones impression. I said, look, Tom, I said, we're recording this tomorrow and I've already written the sketch. He said, look, he said, C can you pick me another one? I just don't want to do it. And I said, okay, all right. I said, I tell you what, Tom, you give me an animal. That's what I was going to say. You need a clue. You give me an animal, pal, and I, I will spend the next day writing a sketch for you to be uh, this animal, right? So uh, he goes, uh, and, I mean, out of nowhere, <laughs> the penguin. I'm a big fan of the penguin. I know some people who are really, like, obsessive about penguins. Well, I they think Sir Tom effect. might be one. I said, what are you on about? He said, I just, I, I, I just like them. They're funny. I just, I, they're funny, uh, funny animals, aren't they? I said, all right, fine, Tom, fine. I will do a sketch about a penguin. So I wrote a sketch about a penguin. Next day, turned up, loved it. And he was a penguin. And that was my Tom Jones story. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Uh, but and you can find it online. In fact, have a little look if you... In fact, we might find it ourselves. We might... Let's... Let, I'll, I'll set Joe a little task this morning. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I think I might turn... Who's that, Alan? Alan! Al! Alan! Uh, yeah, I don't think you can hear me, you know. Yeah. Alan! 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 Al! Still funny! Alan! I'm Alan! That. It's, Alan! It's not quite as funny not being able Alan, to sing Alan! I think it is. Alan! 
Because I can't see the video you're looking at. I'm just hearing the word Alan. Yeah, it's just a funny name, though, isn't it? In fact, I get, occasionally people will say to me, like, well, they'll, they'll be called Alan and they'll be really fuming. <laughs> I went to school with a boy called Alan it's and a... children should not be called Alan. No, it's not a kid's you name, can't is it? look at a baby and call it Alan. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's true. I met oh, a Barry Alan. baby once, though. Yeah. That's weird. That's a weird name for a kid as well. Well, there's a stand-up called Barry Ferns and a lot of his act is about how... Nobody would call anybody Barry. Yeah. <laughs> we were tempted when I had my daughter, we were going to do this thing of buying her a little fake beard and telling everybody that she was called Graham. And you didn't? Well, no, because when you have a baby... Well, they don't, don't have beards, though. You, you know the boys don't have beards. That's not... Yeah, but that was going to be part of the joke. Oh, I see. But you have these plans when you're going to have a baby, yeah. and then in reality you're just exhausted. Yeah, of course. And there's just this... this and nothing's funny, really, for the thing. first 10, 12 years, so... No, and I had postnatal depression, which made it slightly less funny. Again, that would be hard yeah. to get that the laugh out of that beard, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, my so, husband was going to dress up as a banana, everything. He had loads of plans. Yeah. And then I just... And also, I gave birth very quickly. Oh, so right. I had one of my shoes on. Spo spoilt so. it. Spoilt it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she ruined all the comedic possibilities of her, of her early life. Uh, I found it. I found the, uh, the Tom Jones clip, by the way. Yes, and I then you decided it. to play the Alan one. No, I've got the other one as well. Okay. I just wanted to... Rem cause, just because a few people have just tweeted me going, no way, you're the Alan guys, I can't believe it. It's actually friend of the show, Steve Edge. It was me and Steve uh, uh, wrote that show. And, so I got uh, this show, you wrote it, you produced it, you did the voices. Yeah, we did everything. You, did you source the animals as uh, well? <laughs> no, what we did was... Well, sort of. We actually had to go to Bristol, which is where all the archives are, the animal archives are, and okay. we would watch hundreds of hours of animal footage and uh i'm gonna break a little a bit of magic here actually right. is uh is that when they do these shows these animal shows attenborough and all that sort of stuff um they don't ever they don't record any sound they only record the 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 visual what in case the animal swears well, no i think it's not? just well i think it's just hard to put a boom mic over a lion's mouth you oh, know it's, it's yeah, quite right. a hard job to do that so i think they just do it all in silence record everything visually and then they put the sound on later in an edit, which is, which is, I know, I've spoiled a lot of magic there. Um, so it means if you're watching a TV show now with an like a lion roaring, that lion is probably from many, many years ago. Right. They're just using I the same sound. I wonder if they're picky about the same location so the lion's got the right accent. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> they're totally fine with that. That's uh, a Serengeti roar. That's completely yes. wrong. <laughs> I'm writing in. Dear sir! The, um, the, 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 the sketch that we did with Tom uh, was uh, a penguin who uh, was getting annoyed about... I mean, he's not an, he's not an actor. Don't get me wrong. God love him. He, he had a great go at Tom it. Tom or the penguin? Tom. Tom uh, the right. penguins are great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, But essentially, he was a penguin who was embarrassed about the, laugh, the laughing stock that penguins are. That was the idea. And that he was he w wanted to work on being new, being a new uh, sort of penguin. Now to tackle the last great taboo of penguin life. It's Tom as a penguin! It like we should fly. We have these sort of wings bolted to our sides, but until now, Whee! we've been too busy mucking around to get airborne. Whee! You'll be pleased to hear that my penguin flight school has opened and we are days away from getting a student into the air. We believe we can fly, we believe we can fly, we believe we can fly, we believe we can fly! Great stuff, lads. Remember what you read in my book, The Audacity of Penguin Flight. Yes, we can. No, we can't. You're not the President of the United States. It's exactly that sort of attitude that's holding us back. You'll fly in a minute with my boot up your backside. It's Thomas a penguin. I mean, don't get, yeah. it wasn't the funniest sketch in the world, don't get me, don't get me wrong. It wasn't the golden ones. I'm impressed finding out this was, this was your pet project. There you go. Cool. <laughs> hey, you. Yeah, there Funny. we go. Good work. I finally thought of a slight, <laughs> slight joke. <laughs> Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. 
were up here in uh, Manchester today. You were at the Frog and Bucket. I was all last weekend, night, which is a cracking comedy club Delightful. in uh, in Manchester. And this morning we're talking. Well, what seems to have taken off on the text is earlier we were talking about um, this idea, this phrase I've sort of uh, invented uh, <laughs> about being muddle class. It's this, a good phrase. Yeah, this middle ground between uh, between the two, and uh, I, I realise uh, it's. Uh, it's more complicated than this. Uh, but um, we've got quite a few um, people who've joined in, and, they're, and they're, they're so, some of them are asking where they sit. Where are they on the... Yes. And they've um, made us arbiters. Yes, exactly, yes. I quite like the power. <laughs> Somebody said, uh, I'm in my conservatory drinking tea. Uh, however, I am, I'm reclaiming my working-class credentials by fixing my motorbike in there uh, whilst the wife's at work. So she's working on Sunday. He's got a motorbike in the house. Does he own the motorbike? Uh, yeah, I think it's his. Or is he fixing his. it for somebody else? Uh, I'm going to say he's very muddled. I think he's muddled. He's got a conservatory, got a conservatory, but he's got a motorbike in there. I think the two together, he's he's definitely muddled. Uh, what else have we got? We've got... Uh, well, this is, this is Heather. Uh, she says, Morning, we're en route to uh, Swanwick Marina to look at a few boats as we've sold the house and are sailing around. Uh, as much of the world as we can. Wow. That, that sounds very... Well, that's bordering on Upper, though Swanwick... Well, Swanwick's in... It's near Portsmouth and Southampton, which drags it down slightly. Right, well... I, yeah. used, I used to live in Swanwick. Well, they've so. sold the house to buy a yacht. I mean, that... It, where does that put you? Because yeah, you're a yacht owner, but you're not a homeowner. Well, my cousins live on a boat. Mm. But, but like is, a canal boat, though. What, I don't. It's a long. I don't know yeah. what they call it. It's, okay. it's a boat. Boat. A boat, they, boat. They live on a boat and it moves. Right. Um, but see, now I was just about to say that it's 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 filthy, and now I'm worried that they won't speak to me. Yes, I think they quite like it. That. I think they quite like it that it's. <laughs> this doesn't sound like it's going to be filthy. She says, uh, not upper class, but the yachts we're looking at would make us look like we are. So we've uh, put on our Sunday best clothes and borrowed a friend's Range Rover to look the part, as apparently our Honda Civic wouldn't be quite as fitting. <laughs> I've done that before. When I've, got, when I've gone, like, early on when I was, got, I was going somewhere quite posh, I think I'll have to try and borrow somebody's nice car instead of my... Uh, really? Yeah, Citroen ZX, which is, like, <laughs> falling apart. <laughs> Manford on Absolute Radio. Where music matters. We've got uh, uh, Warwick from uh, Yorkshire on on the line. Who reckons? Uh, well, are you there? Are you there, Warwick? I certainly am. Hiya, pal. Good so morning, you good put, morning you, to you. Morning to you. Where do you put yourself then, Warwick? Are you are you muddle? Are you middle? Are you working? Tell me. Uh, working class all my life. Yeah, well, that's that's a very working class phrase as well. All my life. All right. Yes. <laughs> Nobody, I've been middle class all my life. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Nobody says Nobody that. Nobody ever says that. <laughs> so <laughs> what, 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 do you rec- what do you reckon your credentials are then, Warwick? Uh, well, uh, I'm, when it came to my... I've been out with the dogs on the moors at half past five this morning anyway. OK, um, yeah, so moors. I early, um, so I wasn't listening to the radio then. But um, when I started listening oh. to the radio and heard about, you know, sort of uh, people volunteering and obviously yeah. middle class, I do a lot of volunteering work. I have done um, for years. Well, well, no, Warwick, um, to qualify, this lady was volunteering to churn butter. Yeah, it wasn't she, like... She wasn't, like, helping out at a food bank or something, yeah. or carrying <laughs> oh, an old lady up the stairs. Oh, right, right. Yeah, because yeah, I, I teach, I teach uh, do, do volunteer teaching in a local school up here. Um, OK. I do line cleaning at a pub, you know, so I was a volunteer. Sorry, what, I used line to cleaning? volunteer policeman years ago. And, uh, wow. All sorts of things like that, you know, so... Uh, have you ever... Have you... But have you got a l- proper job as well? Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I've got a proper job oh, as well, but not wow. at the moment. But um, I normally yeah. have it. I was, running, I was, I was, you know, I took on my first pub at sixty-nine last year. 
Oh, you know, wow. And ran it for a year, you know, but uh, I've dropped out. Well, let me ask you a couple of questions then. When in that pub, have you ever ordered a glass of Prosecco? Uh, no, but I got Prosecco in for people. Okay. Okay. Interesting. But I like the way he said that, that he's had to get it in. Okay. It's have you. Quite under pressure. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Have you ever said the phrase uh, Brillo uh, <laughs> in conversation? <laughs> Like when something's really or like Goodo, anything like that. Have you it? met anybody middle class? Yeah, these are these are all this is my middle class. I've never said uh, Brillo or uh, Yahoo <laughs> Yahoo or anything like that. Okay, all right, Warwick. What, when you were at school, when you were at school, yep. think back now. When you were at school, uh, yep. did you play uh, cricket, lacrosse, uh, croquet, or golf? None of those. Oh, None of those. They did, they did introduce cricket, but um, no, it was um, from uh, my infant school in uh, Hounslow yeah. in London. Um, oh, okay. Oh, well, then. Uh, yeah, I used to play rugby. But it was like, a, it was like a, okay, rugby, yeah, well, that makes sense from Hounslow. And I guess if you did play cricket, probably half a bat and the, and the, and the ball had a teeth marks in it. We played French cricket in the streets, you know, where you sort of oh, had yeah. no wicket and they tried to get oh. behind your legs and things like that. I love it. This is turning uh, jumpers and for goalposts. Did you have to do cross-country runs by running around the building of the school? I would do cross-country runs as well, but even in Chiswick, where I went. But did to you do it in the country? Before. Did you do? Did oh, you do no, it across well, the country? Could, no, it, was, it was. It was actually Chiswick. Um, yeah, because yeah, okay. so, what we running. had to do was just run round the school on the street. Oh yeah. But for the length yeah. of time it would take. To I did a lot of running oh, yeah. from school, but it was. <laughs> it wasn't organised. <laughs> It was to get home safe. Uh, yeah. uh, well, I, worked, I actually got to do proper country cross country running when I worked for the military. Oh, look at you've had a, you've you've done had everything. A, you've had a hell of a life, Warwick. <laughs> Christ, I, I'm going to put you. I'm going to put you slightly muddle class. I'm going to say you're 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 you've you've got working class roots. Absolutely, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Mm. But yeah. he but has I, a choice of doing what he wants. Yeah, so I probably, I got, I probably sounds like a middle class name, doesn't it, Warwick? <laughs> yeah, you are called Warwick as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, when I thought you were from York, yeah, well, it was exotic. But if you're from Hounslow, yeah. yeah. called Warwick. Why have we bothered with this full conversation? <laughs> I could have known from the moment you went, there's a guy called Warwick ringing saying he's working class. I'm like, he's a liar. Send him. <laughs> I was called Warwick because my grandmother used to serve Warwick Deeping, the author who wrote Sorrel and Son, on Stain Station. She used to work okay. in the tobacco kiosk and used to get you cigarettes and tobacco. And she Why liked the name it? Warwick, so that's how I became Warwick. I love that. Right. I lo- I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for your book, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I feel like there's enough in there. I feel like there's enough in there. Thanks for giving us a call, pal. No, it's lovely. I always enjoy the show. Ah, thanks, mate. See you soon. Bye-bye. Yeah. That's Warwick over in Yorkshire. Uh, if you want to give us a call, 0330-123-1215. always lovely to talk to you. Uh, and 8-12-15 on the text if you're uh, not really a morning person. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. This lovely Sunday morning, I presume, we don't have any windows. Isn't it raining? Uh, I've no idea. But it's still a <laughs> lovely Sunday morning because Meryl O'Rourke is here. Oh, thank you. See what I did there? I'm wearing quite a gothic dress, though. It is gothic. You've got, um, like... Witches. Yeah, the witches from uh, the Disney films mm. on there. I can see uh, the one from uh, Little Mermaid and... <laughs> Some the of them are positioned White. quite awkwardly. Yeah, I'm looking at the ones on the arms. That's, uh, well, I, I, I accidentally got molested by a gorilla keeper who was pointing out the different witches. Oh, crikey. Mm. Well, that's a sentence I thought I'd never hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, if you're uh, up and about this morning, we've seemed to have stumbled into uh, a class war. Uh, but it's not a war, it's more people wondering where they are. And I've, uh, well, we've seemed to become the arbiters of working out where you are on the class well, system. Uh, you and me are both very confused. Well, we are. We're, yeah. in, we're, we're very muddled, so we're, we're in the middle somewhere. Mm. Alan in uh, Thames says, um, I'm off to uh, Wadesden Manor with our National Trust sticker. Okay, With so I'm, so that like he's obviously a, he's obviously a member of the National Trust where you can you know you can sign yeah, up yeah, for yeah. It for the year and he's got a sticker on his thing, but our picnic is dairy lease sandwiches and tizer. So he's very muddled. He's right <laughs> he's in the middle. He's living in the 70s. He that's not just that's not a class. He's, he's, he's come over in a, in a time machine. Do they still sell Tizer? That's impressive. Uh, my my ideas of, of, of muddled class, there's, there's a couple that I've uh, that I've jotted down. Mm. Um, it's uh, eating poi green lentils and salmon, but whilst watching Jeremy Kyle. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a, Does a, anybody a, actually do that, though? Well, I think this is what they do. Drinking Earl Grey, but from your Blackpool Tower mug. We have, uh, my Blackpool Tower mug, we keep our toothbrushes in it. Yeah, there you what go, perfect. Yeah, okay. I'd say that's muddled. Uh, reading the latest novel from your book club whilst having a poo. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So there's, there's lots of reasons why you might be muddled. You're just stuck in the muddle yeah. with me. If you're not on social media while you're having a poo, who, who are you? Absolutely. Like? Uh, we, uh, hi, Jace, we left the Wirral at 7am. Middle class, straight away, because you're from the Wirral. Okay. Um, heading to Wembley uh, to support, oh, they support Tranmere Rovers. Uh, Paul Blood is driving as I'm the navigator. So they have Paul a, Blood? That's what he's called, Paul Blood. And, uh, is he single? I mean, I'm not single, <laughs> yeah, but... I'm I was going to say. Well, no, I'd still marry him for the name. <laughs> uh, Meryl Blood, yeah, that's yeah, a good name. anybody Blood. Uh, driving, and, and he's the navigator. Okay, so they haven't got GPS. I'm putting all the clues together here. Ah. Um, dozed off for about ten minutes, and now we're lost. Oh, that is, yeah, that's... That's Hang dodge. on, you've got people listening with drinking Tizer and don't have GPS. You, the, this is just a show from the past. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I don't even know how they're texting. <laughs> we, These have all been delivered by Pigeon. Have we been attacked by that, that cyber bug that's affected the NHS? <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how you do it every day, uh, Jason. Well, I don't. Just do it on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, are you upper class and get the train everywhere? He thinks getting the train makes me posh. A taxis is. I mean, I, I don't know. And it's funny because I do sit in first class. We we have we but have um yeah. I feel like I quantify. I need to quantify that. What I do do, well, do do is always funny. <laughs> uh, even when you say it by accent, it's just funny. Anyway, someone says do do in the middle of a sentence. Uh, what I do do <laughs> is um, I book in advance of the cheap. The, you get really cheap seats. But I sit. Okay. In, I do sometimes. I do still sit in first. But if I have to book on the day, I very much sit. Hang on. At the back of the you're, train. You're sitting first. You, you say you're sitting first, but you don't buy first. No, I buy first. All right, okay. But I book my, all my tickets, because I know what I'm doing for the next like few months. I book in advance, and they're like a fraction of the price. Do so I look posher than I am. Do you do that thing where you get two trains to make it cheaper? I have done that before now, yes, where I've like got that. to Stoke and, and then changed trains to get to London, yeah, to make oh, it okay. 30 quid cheaper. Yeah, because I think the thing is, when, like, don't get me wrong, doing all right, I'm not, like, yeah, complaining about say. my life, but I but did spend 25 years, like, properly poor, and, uh, and so... <laughs> I'm still, still dead. I'm still dead tight. Yeah, I am properly tight. <laughs> and even people like you know, people I meet, people in the, in, in in this world who've, who've been through that, you know, yes. sort of debt and, and poverty and stuff. You get to a point of doing all right. You're always thinking, well, at some point, someone could take this all away from me. So I'm just going to be tight. I'm really tight. <laughs> I'm really. Well, I'm, I almost make a hobby of it. Oh, do you? I call it scrimping, so it therefore becomes a hobby, not yes. just being Yes, that's tight. good. Yeah, that's quite yeah. a middle-class version. I'm a scrimper, yes. <laughs> I like it. Uh, it's at 8.12.15 on the text, so we're talking whether you are uh, working, muddle, or middle-class. I mean, 
I've yet to see anyone uh, upper class, uh, but uh, if you're listening, let us know. 8, 12, 15, get your butler to do it, whatever. <laughs> Jason Manford. Well, we're carrying on chatting about uh, muddled class, where you are on the on the spectrum uh, this <laughs> morning. And uh, and also, uh, we'll be chatting as well about uh, your the moment you were just the worst parent uh, ever as well. So uh, stick around for that. Where real music matters. Good morning. I hope you're very well. We're talking this morning about uh, being muddled class. Uh, we've got uh, lots. I think that's of... one of the things though, not liking camping. Yeah, unless you've like forced to do it I with the scouts like or something. I did it with. I was with. I was in the beavers and. Uh, Are you indeed? <laughs> not quite. Uh, <laughs> I know. Before I realised that, and uh, I was in the scouts and the cubs and yeah, all. Yeah, I was in. Bra- I went camping with brownies, but I cried all week. So I had to sleep with brown owl in her hut. Because you did, or uh, yeah, because I was crying so much. <laughs> right, fair enough. I I was uh, I did Duke of Edinburgh award at school, uh, only mm. bronze because I had friends. Uh, but um, <laughs> Duke of Edinburgh award is very weird. Uh, it doesn't tell you which where you are. Well, I don't know what it's like these days. But when I was at school, in our school, it was very much something to aspire to. Like it was like there was only a certain amount of people who were allowed to do Duke of Edinburgh Award okay. if you were really good at your other classes and you behaved and that sort of stuff. And I was allowed to do Duke of Edinburgh Award. And it was so... It was, it, I was with some quite posh kids. Okay. Uh, so it was, that, that was the... It was the sort of poshest kids in our quite rough school. So still not really posh. I but... don't think we even had Duke of Edinburgh Award. <laughs> oh, really? That Maybe was, not. That was how awful my school was. <laughs> but what was weird was in some schools in Manchester, it was very much seen as like a punishment for the worst kids. <laughs> In Go and climb a wall. Yeah. So you would turn up at these like camping events and there would be the most mixed bag of people. Like you would wake up with a tent on your face because some school in Wimmershaw's nicked your, your tent pegs. <laughs> uh, it was uh yeah, it was tough. Uh Nikki's messages this morning. Uh I uh, what about when I pulled a Tesco bag out of my thousand pound handbag uh, and then wore it on my head in the rain yesterday? Is that muddle class? A thousand that's, that's pounds for a handbag. Exactly. That's just I think that's we, could we section her over there? That air? is unbelievable. Is that, could we phone and the paramedic grand. back and get this woman? A grand for a bag. That's... How would, you have, how would you be able to afford anything to keep in it? I know. Well, you know, Freud's theory was that... I'm trying to work out. I could say this on there. Freud's theory is that a woman's <laughs> handbag represents her private area. Oh, really? So how a woman well, treats her handbag is quite a good representation of how she would... That is disturbing. <laughs> it is. I mean, yeah, you can see mine behind me. I literally stuff everything into it. So yeah, I know. That is quite hey, worrying. We're here all week. <laughs> sorry, I didn't, I didn't but... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Joe. Producer sorry. just fell off his chair. <laughs> fine. Uh, my... Uh, not so much my mother's saying, handbag she, now, but... She, this... she, she, she obviously cared. Yeah. You know, she spends £1,000. This has gone full Freudian hers. now because I'm, talk, I'm talking about my mother's handbag. <laughs> OK, right. Um, but she, her handbag... I remember it was so heavy, like there was so much stuff in my mum's handbag. She put it on the passenger seat once and the alarm went off to tell her to put its, its uh, seatbelt on. Yeah, mine does that all the time. Like, it thought it was a human. <laughs> my mum's handbag, when, when my when my mum passed away and they give you the stuff and I went yeah. through her handbag, she had five chicken wings in her handbag. Wow. And we hadn't even been out for for about a week. Just there in case. Just Fair there in case. Fair play to her. Fair play to her. Nikki from St Albans. Uh, middle class, uh, <laughs> says, uh, Jason, uh, great show, she says, which is a lie, but that's fine. Uh, I'm working class, I'm going to see West Ham today, so I must be. However, I'm married to a middle class uh, woman. Uh, she's officially allergic to Farrell and ball paint. 
Which I don't know what Fire on Ball Paints is, but it sounds very it's posh. It's a very it's not, posh. It's not Dulux, is it? Yeah. You're allergic to a specific paint. Specific posh paint. paint. Wow, that's amazing. But that happens a lot as well, where you marry up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what class my husband is mm. because his his family own property, but what his family oh. own are sports shops and wimpy bars. Oh, okay. Wimpy bars? What, is his, he from his, the 70s? Dad had, is yeah. there even still wimpy bars in existence? Um, well, his dad certainly had a wimpy bar. I don't know if it's still a wimpy bar. Okay. My, my husband spent his child childhood weekends peeling potatoes and filling tomato squeezers. Wow, he sounds like a rat catch. <laughs> uh, he is, he's very good with potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, Stacey says, uh, my boyfriend and I have just uh, bought a house in St Albans, another St Albans. It has a conservatory, middle class, and celebrated last night uh, with a bottle of 2005 Bollinger whilst eating pot noodles and dips. Mmm, that's, that's a tough one that's there. That's horrible. But then, but, why would you drink champagne pot noodle? Well, maybe. I, I'm, uh, whereas, funnily enough, I'm thinking, why would you spoil a pot noodle with... <laughs> Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hope you're uh, all right this morning. It's Sunday, of course. It's quarter past ten. Um, there's a couple of people this morning uh, a bit confused by the way uh, uh, the, the show works sometimes. Uh, we go out an hour later on the absolute 80s and 70s and all those different uh, absolute Japanese and uh, all the different uh, uh, Japanese lift music and stuff like that. Uh, so uh, if, if you are listening and you're, you're a bit confused by that and I've said the wrong time, it's not because I'm an idiot and I don't know what time it is. It's because you're listening an hour later and you've yeah. not realised and thus you're the idiot. Uh, so, <laughs> so harsh, maybe. Well, no, it's suitable if they're listening to a, a retro station. They need retro, yeah, exactly. Hourly stuff, reports, exactly. Stuff that retro happened news. Uh, an, an hour, hour ago. Cat uh, and Gaz. Uh, today we're going to look at uh, changing our Z4 for a Range Rover Sport, which is quite. I don't even up. know what a Z4 is. I don't really know what one is. is it? Sounds like yeah. a small. Is, is it a BMW? Yeah, I think it's the BMW oh. Z4. It's I like a, it was something you played. Computer games on in the no, 80s. I think that's the ZX Spectrum. Ah, uh, the of. Z4 is, I think, it's a BMW, and I think it's like a a GP sort of like people carry. Is it Joe? Yeah. I don't I think it is. Yeah, uh, and they're going for a Range Rover Sport, which is very posh, very mm. posh. But she uh, she then says she works as a dinner lady. <laughs> so where does that <laughs> the leave Range her? Rover? I, I mean, how much where? are they on dinner ladies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can afford a <laughs> Range Rover. What are you doing? You're selling, like, extra puddings on the side. <laughs> <laughs> something's going on there, a bit dodge. Knock off snickerdoodle sponge. Uh, something's definitely happening. It's like cornflake tart date, just uh, a little bit of extra. Um, <laughs> Pat Hind says, uh, hi, guys. Am I muddle class? I fit kitchens and bathrooms for a living, uh, but we're going out later in our new Porsche convertible. Now, does car do cars... I don't know if they're a... Are they a, are they are they a market well, when it well, comes to class? I think it's class? going it's going the opposite way now because you can tell. Like I'm thinking of the school run, mm. the the posh mums are cycling and walking. Yes, and it's the working class ones who literally drive three doors down to the school. <laughs> well, yeah, we've got so. a friend who lives in the next street to the school. She has three kids. Mm. And she drives. It would t it would be quicker for her to walk. Yeah. than strap all three kids in the car and drive to the end of the road. Yeah, and but yet, it's just easier it, eating the McDonald's for breakfast and that. But so. It's... <laughs> I'm allowed to because I used to be working class. Uh, I am. Um, I, I always feel guilty when I go to McDonald's with the kids. Do you, do you, take, do you ever take your kids to McDonald's? Yeah. I always well, feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, but it's, it's just the name because they have organic milk, carrot bags, 
Yeah. Bags. My kids aren't eating those things. Oh, okay. <laughs> My then, kids yes, are very do much feel guilty. There is something, uh, just something a bit easier about it. And also, it means I can go as well. Because uh, yeah. I'm obviously trying to be healthy. And then, uh, are you? yeah, I'm trying. And then I go to McDonald's <laughs> with the kids and I think, and, I, and I, I'm going, do you want McFlurry and that? And they're like, no, I don't want one. I'm like, ah, oh, just have one. And then, <laughs> and then I eat it because they didn't want one in the first place. So, uh, 81215 is the text this morning. Uh, if you are about, uh, somebody says, I think I count as muddle class because I grew up in a council house. Uh, sing- I'm a single mum who, uh, who didn't work and I claim benefits, but now I own my own home in a gated community. <laughs> that, that sounds a bit sinister. It does sound like she's in prison. In prison. <laughs> but I don't think that's what she meant. Um, so, uh, I yeah. inherited a council house, so I have no Ooh, idea. Where does that could, put you? Yeah, I inherited a, a Thatcherite bought council house. Oh, crikey. I do not know where that puts you on the spectrum. No, that that's too why confusing. I'm very confused. Oh, and hello to Maisie as well, who's uh, up and about this morning. She's uh, 16 and uh, she's revising for her GCSEs which start tomorrow, uh, and the show is helping get you through. Well, no pressure, Maisie, but uh, depending on how you do in those GCSEs will define where yeah. you end up on the spectrum we've been talking <laughs> yeah. about. So uh, maybe concentrate on the maths and less on the drama. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music matters. So this happened this week, right? We've been talking a little bit uh, this morning about uh, parenting and we're talking about being muddle class and the mistakes you make sometimes. I was on the train the other day, right? And I've got to be careful how I tell this story so <laughs> we don't get uh, taken off air. Um, I was on the train the other day. I had my daughter uh, with me who is, uh, she's two, two and a bit, two and a half. And uh, she's quite advanced with her words. You know, she's good at She's good at talking. She's good at talking. Right? Like girls. Girls are good early on. They, go, they get fast at it, good at it. She's always copying things. Anyway, I sat down on the um, seat and I'd, I'd, a couple of people had sort of said hello. I was on the train from London to Manchester. A couple of people had said hello and, you know, and sort of recognised us from Graham Norton or whatever the, the, the night before or, or Big Heads or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, sat down and all being, you know, dad of the year there. Sorted. <laughs> Sorted her out and stuff, and she sat there. Anyway, I, I cracked my elbow on the table, just just accidentally, and I said quite the swear word, right? Okay. Not not the not not the big one. Which is the big one? These you know what a big one is. Okay. We all know what the big one is. Right, the big one, uh, and not the next one, but oh. the next one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. The F one. The F one. So the F one for you is the third one down. Yeah. I'm not sure what the second one down is then. I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, not necessarily we would use. It's an Americanism, but it's like one of the big. It's one of the big ones. It's got an F in it. Anyway, I can't go into any okay. more detail without I d- actually yeah, I saying it. That number two. But okay, no, fine. No, we don't. But you know, generally, when it comes to broadcasting, they very yes. much do. All right. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you've got the official list. <laughs> so I uh, said the F word quite just to myself, like because I really cracked the elbow mm. and it just came out of nowhere, and my daughter said the exact same word at the top of her voice. Like, so people turned round. Okay. And I just, I thought, I froze for a second. I was like, oh my God, oh no. And I thought, right, I'm just not going to make a thing of it, because how does she know? She yeah, doesn't well, that's, know. Yeah, that's the thing, you, you know. meant to ignore it. Uh, so I just ignored it, and um, and thankfully she hasn't said it since. She's not just <laughs> been like, oh, <laughs> passes me, you know, yeah. uh, me, me, whatever. And... Uh, so yeah, so I, 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 but I, honestly, for for like the last two days, I just felt I felt rotten. 
Well, it's terrible. Because you're meant to ignore it. Yes. But we did that with our daughter. We decided to ignore it. But yeah. that meant she kept using it more and more. Yeah. Until she was around at Nana's house. Ah. And Nana had a bit of trouble with strapping her into the car seat. And my daughter said, oh, oh Nana, the F car seat. Wow, right. And we got into yes. big, big trouble. So this is... so. Yeah, so and, and, so what I want to do now for the next half an hour, I just I sort of just want to make myself feel better by hearing <laughs> from other terrible parents uh, where you've really? made. Yes, I want to hear the times where you've had, where you've just done a massive mistake. You've made a mistake and you've been called out on it, or, or, or publicly, even better. I want to hear definitely if you've definitely done something in public where you've just gone, oh my god, I've just I look like a terrible, terrible parent right now. Uh, so eight twelve fifteen on the text. If you're feeling brave enough, uh, give us a call oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. Um, and and when I say terrible parent, yeah. I mean keep it light. I know. Be careful. You know what I mean? I don't want to. <laughs> don't want to go. Oh yeah, we got once didn't feed them for two weeks. Like, I don't want... <laughs> like, if, if, if social services are getting involved, yes. then no, maybe don't no, give me a yeah. call. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I would love to hear from you. Uh, 8, 12, 15. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Uh, this, uh, this is Lisa from Huddersfield. Uh, I used the same word, Jace, in front of my daughter accidentally, and she repeated it daily. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she said she ignored it. It's a sweary family, so I'm not yeah. saying this is bad. Well, when I was a kid, that used to be, that was sort of the norm. I think it's just, it's, I guess you, just, I mean, you would my, hear all well, those my words. My kids disapprove, you? so ah, that's, you see, that's bad. The trick, yeah. Well, the problem is, is it means that we now swear more because my, we know my kids aren't going <laughs> to copy it, so we yes. feel like we can get away with it. Yeah, my dad was a big swearer. He was good at it, though. He was very inventive with it. So <laughs> it was quite. In, I respected it. <laughs> um, I, but it's hard, isn't it? It's, the hardest is when you're in public and you make a big mistake in public. I mean, yesterday, I, I so we went, we thought, right, well, let's, a, I've been away working and stuff for a few days, and I thought, right, we'll get back. We had Saturday. I said, right, let's go bowling. We went bowling, and they've never really done bowling before, and I uh, I said, let's go bowling. It'd be quite fun. And uh, so off we went, 10-pin bowling. So I've got five children. The youngest was fast asleep there in this, like, played dead loud, fast asleep, conked out. It's me, the missus, and we've got the four kids. And uh, we're trying to play the bowl in there, and they're just being a nightmare, just just like pushing each other, like arguing over the, which balls. Like that's my ball. None of them are your ball. Yes, yeah. The communal yeah. balls. <laughs> I was like, getting, like, I was just losing it. I was getting to that point. But obviously, you're in public, so you've got to be like, and obviously extra because like, I'm in Manchester, and like people spot you know spot yes, you or whatever. Look at you. So I'm like extra like dead like trying to be dead nice. And at some point, I just I, I thought I'm going to lose it and like end up giving someone a proper telling off. And so, and I wouldn't have done this right, but mm -hmm. my, it, it got to a point where I had did that thing where I went, right, it, the next person, whoever it is, the next person to be badly behaved, we're all going home. Even if we're in the middle of this game of bowling, we're all going home. Right. And of course, two minutes later, one of them does it, and you've got, even you've though you spent 35 quid on the bowling, yeah, you you've got to follow through, with yeah, the, follow through with the punishment. And... Um, and the worst thing was, I was in the car, I was in a proper mood about it. My girlfriend went, why are you still in a mood about it? It'd been like 20 <laughs> minutes from leaving the bowling and sitting in the car with the kids. And even they'd moved on. And she was like, why are you still grumpy about it? I said, because I was having the game of yeah, my life. I, was say. <laughs> I mean, I had hit four strikes in the first six goes. Like, I was on fire. I've not played that well ever. I'm not even good at bowling. Have you never tried time out? Uh, Your discipline yeah. always seems to be do a huge threat and leave. 
Just, yeah. Just put them in the corner and but carry you, on bowling. I've tried that, but it gets to a point where they're all in the corner. Yeah. It's quite My son to... is huge as well. I can't actually put him in the corner. Oh, yeah. That so does. I end up just screaming at him because I can't physically get him into a corner. <laughs> Uh, Zara in Manchester says that I took my daughter to playgroup. Uh, we were uh, having a little chat about things, and my daughter suddenly just popped up with, uh, "My mummy likes wine." Just threw <laughs> it out there. Just threw it out there. I think the worst thing I do is is little white helpful lies. Okay. So, so um, my son had this habit. He doesn't do it anymore. Of of suddenly needing to go to the toilet just like i have to go to the toilet now yes and we were out once in central london we had his pram and i have to go i have to do a poo now and yeah and and we were looking for sorry yeah i was looking at cafes and we found a cafe but there was no staff but he was doing so we we just i left his pram and we sh- shuffled off to the toilet and unfortunately, because it was central London and none of the staff had seen me arrive, when we left the toilet, uh, the pram was being inspected for bombs and oh. they were police there who were about to destroy Crikey. the pram. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and my son was very upset and I told him that that's what happens if you wait till the last minute. Hey, that's good, though. The police So come. now he's terrified to have a wee. <laughs> yeah, so you have to tell me with a good notice, five right. minutes so we can find a proper toilet. Oh, that's worked the out, The police then. will be called. It's great, that, when that works out. Yeah, Because they say that, that you shouldn't use the police as a... Like the police say this, so <laughs> they as a way to say, stop your child. Yeah, they himself. say we don't want you know because often like when I was growing up, like I've got a bit in my stand up where my dad would ring Chief Inspector Williams <laughs> and uh, like properly drag us to the phone box and uh, like because we didn't have a phone at home, drag us to the phone box about like a mile away, and he'd ring the ring Chief Inspector Williams and he'd be like, right, Jason's done this and done this, and he'd go right and then right, okay, I put him on, and then I would speak to Chief Inspector Williams on the phone. There'd be a guy on the phone, and we go, it's Jason, it's, it's Chief Inspector Williams. And what I didn't realise was obviously years later was uh, that Chief Inspector Williams had the same voice as my granddad, right? <laughs> uh, which was I never put two and two together, and I actually only realised. Uh, even even many years later, when I was about seventeen, when I had a little, I got a little brother, who was uh, about four at the time, and I got a phone call one afternoon. I was just in Tesco, I got a phone call. It was my dad, who never rings, and I said hello, and my dad just went, "Is that Chief Inspector Williams?" And I was like, "Oh, oh my yes. god, I will Did not be part honest? of your lie, oh. old man." It was like full circle. I was like, "No, I can't do it." But now my dad is. Uh, well, we don't really do it anymore. But my dad is. Chief yeah, Inspector you don't. Williams. You don't do it at all. And uh, no, we don't do it. No, at all. no, no, no. Chief Inspector Williams is Chief Inspector uh, Williams. But the police say, yeah. "Don't I make the do children." It on purpose. No, I'm I just saying. It was a major emergency in Central London. No, no, of just course. Just to stop my son wetting himself. But you shouldn't. You know, you shouldn't use the, ch- ch- the police as, a, as a, a punishment. I'm saying because. Okay. I think they, th- they what they want is is children to feel safe with him, <laughs> please. Yeah, rather than he, just going, that's guy, that guy's going to take you to prison. He came out of a restaurant to a man screaming to a policeman screaming at me. About oh, right, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's <laughs> terrifying people. So. That's kind of different. Jason, Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Cheryl has messaged us. We're talking this morning about terrible parenting, just the moments where you just... Mm-hmm. I had a moment where, I, you know, a little swear word yeah. popped out. Because I hurt myself. Yeah. And that's, I, I feel myself. like that makes it all right. And uh, my daughter copied me straight away. She's two. And it was uh, pretty embarrassing. Uh, Cheryl says, Many years ago, when my daughter was uh, about three, I was driving out of my drive... Uh, with the daughter in the, the car seat. My neighbour came speeding round uh, the corner and nearly hit the front of a car. He put his hands up and said sorry. I smiled through gritted teeth but muttered, stupid prat. She said prat. Um, I, uh, a couple of days later, we were walking up our drive when the neighbour was walking in front of us and my daughter pointed to the neighbour and said loudly, hey look mum, there's that stupid prat. Oh God. Wow. 
Wow, I worry in the car. I do a worse. lot of car shouting. Yes, you've got to be very careful. Louise in London. Hi, Jason. I'll never forget the day I was in Clinton card shop with my two-year-old, uh, who's now 15, and I was uh, taking a very long time uh, choosing the card. After a while, she was obviously very fed up and waiting and waiting and said, Oh, for sake, mummy, hurry up. I was mortified, like you. Froze on the spot. I put down the card and we almost ran out of the shop, <laughs> dragging my daughter behind us. It, it kind of happens, doesn't it? It, it happens. happens. We all make I, mistakes. I, I try and change words. I usually, in the car, I yes, call people dingbat because it starts with di, yes, which is the word I was intending to of say. Of course. That is very clever. So so it's dingbat now. Yeah, I've had a lot of... A, shouted a lot at the chuffing referee. Um, and, See, we uh, don't say that in... In, that sounds rude to me because we don't say that. Oh, really? At chuffing? All. Oh, no, chuffing's all right exotic. up here. Chuffing. Oh, yeah, okay. you can chuff off and all sorts. You can do what you want. Um, fiddlesticks. We use fiddlesticks a lot. Again, we, because we it's say bum face a lot. Bum face. In is fact, good. My, my daughter, we're filling in a form. She wanted me to fill her nationality as bum face. Yeah, you can't recently. do that. You can't, that would be too far if you start putting it on forms. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I don't Make know it works. official. Why not? Uh, so, 8.12.15 on the text. By the way, uh, the podcast goes up live uh, about an hour after the show, um, if uh, Joe does his uh, job properly. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and you can also listen to the back catalogue, as I like to call it, uh, of about 60, 70 podcasts or something. Of, uh, so if, you, if you're bored and you want to hear somebody else uh, bored, then uh, have a little listen to those uh, on there. And also, while you're on there, if you download some of the others. The ones I listen to are Christian O'Connell, who does uh, the the one in the week, and uh, the breakfast show in the week, and Frank Skinner, which is who's, which has won awards. Yes. He's award-winning Frank Skinner. So uh, if you're a, a podcast uh, a lover, then definitely listen to those. And if you're new to them, just have a little listen. Jason Manford. Coming up to the end of the show, but we're talking about those parental moments that you regret. Uh, you've made a massive mistake. Fiona on uh, Twitter says... Uh, I once put slow gin in my five-year-old son's pat lunch instead of Ribena. What? I mean, how is that even possible? As an accident. As an accident or because you just thought it makes school better? <laughs> I don't know how, he, how you well, even do that do better. they do say no fizzy drinks, no sweets. They yeah, don't say no alcohol. They don't say no slow gin. Uh, Lackey on uh, Twitter also says, um, I, uh, I don't ignore my... I didn't ignore my child swearing... So that probably makes me normal. I don't know what that means, to be honest. Dave, uh, Dave says, showing off in church, we had toddler twins. Uh, tried to pick both of them up at the same time, drop one on his head. Hospital ah. visit, 15 years, 15 years ago, wives don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> even when they're fine. Even when they're fine, you still feel bad about that. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, thanks to those uh, this morning on uh, on Twitter and, uh, and on, the, uh, on the text. I hope you're well and you have a lovely Sunday. Um... Meryl, where can we see you? Where can we see you doing comedy uh, clubs I and whatnot? I am back in Manchester in two weeks' time at the Pen and Pencil on the 24th. Nice. And Preston that same weekend. And I am in Tooting the first Friday of every month. There you go. And on Twitter, the people can follow you? Yes, uh, though my name is... My spelling, oh, M-E-R-Y-L-O-R-O-U-R-K-E. We'll put, stupid, it on, we'll put it on ours. Weird foreign so you can follow her. Irish name. <laughs> OK. And uh, you can watch me tonight. I'm on Big Yay! Heads. At seven o'clock, so if you fancy uh, some... It's sort of like a spin-off from Eggheads. It's very... It's quite <laughs> cerebral, quite a clever show. So if you're a bit thick, probably don't watch it, because um, <laughs> it's only really for clever people. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, if you're around, that's at seven o'clock. On ITV. I'm, I'm joshing, of course. It's, uh, it's like a dumbed-down ninja warrior. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> that's on tonight. And uh, I will see you next Sunday here on Absolute Radio. 
This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.